Cost Camps Coaches Show, episode 33. Coaches, welcome to the Cost Camps Coaches Show. Today's show is, is going to be a little different. Today's guest is, is not a football coach, but very important to the game of football. Guest today is Todd Rumbaugh, and Todd is an official. He officiates at the high school level. I've seen him at some of the lower Dolphin games that we had this past year. He also, he also officiates at the college level, and we'll get into that a little bit. But, but Todd, welcome to the show today. Thanks, Mark. Great to be here. Just thought it'd be good to have Todd come on and talk a little bit about officiating. And, you know, there's some episodes before we've talked about officials. And, and you know, everybody's heard about the shortage of officiating, not just in football, but other sports as well. But in our game, it, yeah, it's, it's so important to have officials. We need them. If the game of football is going to continue, we've got to keep having the guys – you know, that are the authorities on the rules and, and uh, the guys that can, can kind of, you know, mediate when things happen out there. So, um, Todd, just kind of give everybody a quick rundown. Just give them how, how long have you been officiating? Go, go ahead and start there. Okay, so I, I started officiating uh, in 2004. It uh, was the first year, I think, probably um, – probably January, February, 2004 is when I would have taken the PIAA test. Um, and then our local Harrisburg chapter, um, offers a class, uh, for new officials. Um, so that I then took that, uh, took that class. Um, and then that first, uh, that fall of 2004, would have been the first time, um, on field. Um, and at the time, you know, that first year I worked nothing but, um, youth football, Okay. Uh, and that would have been, you know, just the local youth organizations. Um, and, you know, when I first took the class, uh, the guy that taught the class, you know, told us if you can survive your first couple of years doing youth football, um, you know, you'll be able to survive anything. You know, they say the bigger the, the, bigger the kids get, the, uh, the further away the parents get, um, you know, and in most cases, the more knowledgeable the coaches get. Um, so, yes, yeah, so you, you see a lot um, in those first you know, your first few years. Um, and, and it's good. It, it, it's good to, you know, to, to work that it's good to work as much as you possibly can. Um, you know, I, when I first started, um, I was single, no kids. You know, I, I remember I would work, you know, five games Saturday morning, um, wow. you know, go home for, go home for a few hours, work three games Saturday night wow, and then, and then work three games on Sunday. Um, and just getting those snaps, um, it, you know, is a big part of it. Um, you know, I think in like looking back on it, I think in my second year, I did work some sub varsity stuff. Um, and then my third year, uh, is when I started to work some, you know, some, some Friday night varsity games. And then I think probably about three, three years after that is, is when I got into college football. The games that I've always seen you do, you've always been the umpire. Has, has that always been the case? Yeah. So, um, you know, when, when you start out, um, you know, working the youth games, you're encouraged to work every position and okay. you do, you know, game to game. Um, and it's just kind of to get a feel of where you're comfortable. Um, you know, I, I played on the offensive line, you know, in high school and college. Um, so I kind of, you know, 
gravitated to that position. Um, I just personality wise, I would rather deal with the kids in the middle of the field sometimes than the coaches. Um, you know, so yes, I've always, I've always been an umpire, um, uh, you know, as far as, you know, working Friday nights and, and, and in college as well. Do you still ever do the youth games? No, no. Um, uh, I'm trying to think since, since my daughter has been born and she's 11, I did one, I've done one set of youth football. Um, and it was about half time of the peewee game till I realized why I didn't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, you know, it, it, it's tough. It's a, it's a lot on, you know, with my college schedule now, you know, I leave Friday right, and I, right. I don't get home sometime till Saturday night or, or, or Sunday, depending upon where I'm at. And, you know, my kids are getting older and that, that's a lot to on my wife. So I try to try to be home on Sundays. Um, is that so, yeah. path, is that typical of an official kind of when, when he starts out, he does the youth games first. Is that still yes. typical? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're encouraged to work as much as you can. Um, and, and honestly, with our numbers, you can work as much as you want to work. Um, you know, the way the system is now, it's all, it's all, you know, computerized. You have like an availability calendar okay. um, that you can update when you're available and the assigner, you know, can see that. And if you're available on a Saturday or Sunday, you will work. Okay. And then the, you, going back to what you said, you took the test first and then you took classes. Is that still, is that kind of how the system works now too? Um, well, you can do that. Um, at the time I didn't really, I didn't know about the class. Okay. Um, so now, um, you, you can take the test I mean, you'll register with the PIAA. The PIAA will send you your, your rule book and stuff like that. And you can take the test. Um, but I think we kind of, we try to reach out to people through advertising and, and get, um, you know, guys or girls into the class, and, and the way we set up the class time-wise, um, the class ends right before the test is administered by the PIAA. Okay. So, like, I'm not trying to, like, um, I'm not this is, I'm not using this as a recruiting tool. So, if you're a coach out there, I'm not trying to recruit coaches to be officials. I mean, if that happens yep. to be the case, that's awesome. But I'm just kind of, like, giving you the opportunity here to kind of just tell, give coaches an idea what an official goes through before he actually is on a high school football field. And yeah, so, I, th- I think it would be, okay. I think it would surprise some, some coaches too, that there are college officials that do high school games. Go ahead. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So to, you know, again, you, you start out working youth football and then um, you know, we, we pair each uh, new official up with a mentor in the chapter. Um, and they're kind of, in, you know, the mentors kind of encouraged to, if they can, work with them or at least get out to watch them. We also have other varsity officials that do work the youth football games. Um, and then just kind of like word, word of mouth gets up to, you know, within the chapter of, Hey, you know, this is a guy that, you know, he seems like he's going to stick around and, and he can work. Um, and then, you know, so probably may, with the way our numbers are now, there's a chance you could work some sub varsity stuff at, at the end of your first year. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, whereas, you know, before it would have been your second or third year. Right. Um, but it's just kind of, you know, word of mouth of, of how you're performing in those youth games gets, you know, I guess gets back to like chapter leadership or, or the assigner. Um, and then that's how you kind of, you know, get games. Whose word of mouth um, is this? Are these like is it this would be, feedback it, from it, coaches it, it, or is this the 
no, like somebody it, that watches it's just, you? It's it's the other officials you're working with. Okay. It's it's other veteran officials that you're that you're working those games. We do have a lot of again because of our, our numbers are so low. Um, we do have a lot of veteran officials that are working these youth games. Right. So yeah. that that and that wasn't the case when you first started. Um, not as much as it is now. Not as much as it is now. No. Are you? I mean, there were there. Go ahead. I don't. I don't want to put you on the spot here, but do you, could you give us any kind of numbers in terms of like how many sure. how many yeah, there sure. are now compared to back then? Yeah. So okay. Um, again, I started in two thousand four. Um, I think. At the time, we had just just south of 140 members. Okay. Um, now um, we are just just under 100. And this is the this is the chapter. You said the Central PA chapter, Central Penn. Yeah, chapter? Ca- Capital Area chapter. Capital Area. Which, sorry. Um, we we I guess we're responsible for the Mid Penn. Okay. So there are 100 officials, and some of those. Some of those 100 might not necessarily right now be qualified to do varsity Correct. football games. Correct. Those the, of those 100, um, those are guys that have not yet worked 100 or uh, not worked a varsity game yet. Or, or they may. Not, we I think we had a pretty good um, class last year. I think there may have been 10 or 12. Okay. okay. So those are the, the, those are 10 or 12 guys that haven't worked a sub varsity game yet. Okay. So you know, just to give you an idea, there's times on a Friday night where on, on a heavy week, um, you know, our assigners responsible for 17, 18 games. Wow. Okay. At, at five officials, you know, what is that? That's, that's 90, that's 90 guys, right. you know? Right. Um, and we just, we don't have that right now. <laughs> um, t- can you take me through, like, how are these different chapters organized? Like how does the, the capital area chapter, how is, so you're in charge of the mid pen. Is there anything else that they're in charge of? No, um, no, no. We, we, we're, you know, we're, we're responsible for the mid pen. Um, we do. There are some other, I guess, schools that reach out to us okay. sometimes um, because they're not, they're also struggling with numbers. Um, now we do. We don't work all of. Um, we don't work all of the state college games. We don't work all of the Altoona games. Um, I think uh, if they if they have five, you know, we may work two or three okay. to, to go up, up to go up there. Um, but they're uh, up there. Their, their numbers are just as bad as ours. Okay. So, would you ever get pulled to do, or or somebody in your chapter get pulled to do like a LL game or Berks County game or York Adams game? Um, I guess there's always that possibility. Um, but I, I don't ever recall that happening. Uh, I'm sure if they, you know, if they were in a bind and needed officials, um, I guess the only problem is we, we, we probably don't have guys sitting at home on a Friday. Yeah, right, right, right. You right. know, yes. I mean, I mean, you know, I think, you know, I ran into you last year, you know, we're moving games to where two, there's two Thursday nights, both the, the Thursday both, nights. Yeah, both the games I saw yet were Thursday night games. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, that works out for me because again, I, I, you know, I leave Friday, so I, I don't really work a lot of, you know, varsity football anymore. Um, Todd, between you and me, that. between you and me, yeah. and I know it's, it was probably a nightmare for athletic directors, I loved the Thursday night football games. I loved yeah. it. And I loved playing yeah. on Friday nights when I was in, in high school, so it kind of takes away the experience for the players, but it was yeah. awesome. Yeah, I love that. But that's just a personal preference. 
Okay. Keep- yeah, I mean, I, I, I like the opportunity just to, you know, I mean, there's, there's, it, there's just something about being on a football field for a, you know, varsity football game. And, you know, so it, be, having the opportunity to do that more is something I, that I enjoy. Well, that's a good segue into, so you, you're, you're doing a lot of college games now. Yeah. And yeah. so does that take away, can you, are you still able to ever do a Friday night game and then do a game on Saturday? Uh, not at the, not at the level I'm at now. Right. Um, the level that I'm at now requires me to be, you know, be in, in, in the, the, the game or in the hotel by, you know, by the night before the game, five o'clock. That's um, right. You did tell me so that a lot before. of times I'm leaving. Yeah. So I'm leaving, you know, depending upon where I'm going, you know, Friday morning. And no, so I, I, I normally get, if, if I get a weekend off, we normally I got one weekend off the season. I will, um, you know, I will try to, to work a Friday. Right. That's right. That was my next question. Okay. So you're, you're part of this, the capital area chapter, but you don't really, you don't, you don't get to do varsity games that often. So of those a hundred guys, I mean, you're, that's now it's like 99 on a, yeah. a, a plus, you know, you got those guys that aren't qualified yet. Correct. Correct. <laughs> there's a, there's a handful. I think there may be two, two other officials that two or three other officials that are in the same boat that, that, that work you know, that work the division one level that, that travel on Fridays. We have okay. a handful of guys that work division two, II, division three. Um, and those guys are, they're available to work Friday nights. How does it work? They don't, they don't have to be there till Saturday, you know, Saturday morning. How does, how does it work at the college level? Like, how did you, because I remember when I was at Lebanon Valley, you, you did some Lebanon Valley games. So you did division three yep. games. How did you work your way up the rank? First of all, how did you get into the college game? And then how did you work your way up to do, but I don't know if we I mentioned it yet. But we, you know, you're doing yeah. you're doing big time football games now. You're doing some some. Are you doing Power Five games now too? Um, so right now I work um, at the old. Predominantly, I work at the old um, F. What is it? FCS level. Yeah. Now. Okay. Um, and I have I have worked a handful of you know FBS games. Um, but how how I got into it was just through some high school guys uh, at the time who were working college football. Um, so the way that works is you, you work for an assigner, the assigner that I worked for was out of Philadelphia. Um, and you know, he, the assigner kind of goes out and gets leagues and then, you know, you work in those leagues. So at the time it was, you know, the Mac, which, uh, you know, like Lebanon Valley, Susquehanna, um, you know, all those schools, uh, the PSAC, um, the NJAC was a, is a division three conference out of New Jersey. Um, when you guys Northeast, did you guys do the Northeast conference still? Yeah. Yeah. Northeast conference. Um, now at the time that was, and it, it still is, that was a division. That was a, a one double a conference. So that was kind of like your, your, your first promotion within that organization. Okay. You, okay. you came in, you worked division two, II, division three, and then the, the Northeast conference was, um, a step up. So I think I worked division two, II, division three, four, handful of years, four or five years. I worked two years in the NEC and then I got picked up uh, where I'm at now, which is called the CIP, which is the colonial, which is, you know, Delaware, Richmond, Maine, um, William and Mary, James James Madison, the CAA, uh, the Ivy league and the Patriot league. Um, And then we fall under the umbrella of the uh, the American, the AAC, 
and the ACC. Okay. Um, so we're kind of a, a feeder system to that. So on their, on some of their heavy weeks, we will, um, you know, some of us will, will get put into games within those conferences. There are some differences that I struggled with as a coach this year between college rules and high school rules. And yeah. I don't know if people are, 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 they realize that or not, but there are times. Yeah. Can you, can there, you touch on any of those? Yeah, there's a handful of differences. Um, uh, I guess probably the biggest one is, um, is, uh, with intentional grounding. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. That's what no, I was going to bring up. There's no, you know, in the high school game, you know, a quarterback will, you know, get outside the hashes and, and launch the ball. Um, you know, and a flag will come in um, for intentional grounding. The biggest difference is there is no tackle box um, when it relates to that foul in the high school game. Um, another big one is uh, face guarding in high school. Um, you know, there just cannot be any contact. Okay. If, if you're not if you're not looking for the ball, um, there can't be any contact whatsoever. Is that, that that's a big one. Um, there's other minor one. Um, a big one is one of the big ones is, I mean, I, there's, there's big times, um, as far as when the clock stops and starts right. uh, on high school. So I think, um, another big one is, um, and I think this is something that, that is becoming an issue, especially with more, you know, games being televised and more, um, more passing, you know, coming into the high school game. But a big difference is, 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 is the clock. Um, you know, in college, when the ball carrier goes out of bounds, you know, pretty much as soon as one of the officials gets a, a ball in their hand, the referee starting the clock. Um, and, and it really keeps the game moving. Um, whereas high school, ball carrier goes out of bounds, and, and the clock doesn't start again until it's snapped. Um, it probably so took that, me. It took me like seven games to really like get used to that. I mean, I, yeah. I must have said it every game. Why does the clock stop? Yeah, I must have said yeah. every game. Yep, yep. And, and and you know, when I first started, I mean, it was commonplace for you know a Friday night game to be two hours. Yeah. Now, yeah. I mean, you're lucky. I mean, you're moving if you get out, get out of there under two fifteen. You know what I mean? It, right. They're, they're closer to two and a half. And, and if a game's on TV, it's a, that's a three hour game. Well, like you said, yeah, I think easy. the passing thing has a lot to do with that. Passing does have a lot to do with it. You know, you, there, there's tends to be more incompletions, you know, in the high school game. Um, and then another big one is, and, and this, this is a, a, is a big one for me, just being an umpire, the umpire's primary responsibility, or I should say primary we're we're responsible for penalty administration um and enforcement of fouls is is different um in the two games where you know if you have a in high school if you have an offensive hold you know you got a quarterback that's scrambling in the backfield and you have an offensive lineman that holds 15 yards behind the line of scrimmage you know that's a spot foul that's a big foul. i didn't know that uh, i did not yeah. know that okay Whereas if you have that same scenario in college, it's it's a, it's going back to the previous spot. Um, okay. Yeah, and it's ten yeah. yards. Ten, it's ten yards. Yeah, it'll be ten yards from the previous spot. Where again, in in high school, that that essentially becomes a twenty-five yard foul. Right. Wow. You know? and, wow. And, yeah. 
Yeah, so that's a big one. That's a big one. Big difference. Um, when as as an umpire, are yep. there like you you said that about penalty administrator being in charge of that? What are you in charge of once the once the the ball snapped? What what are you, do you have like keys that you look at and yeah. are you hunting in on something? Yep, yep. So so as an umpire, you know um, we're responsible for um, first you know first and foremost is is the ball. You know what I mean? We're making sure that that that, that snap goes off cleanly. Um, and then we are responsible for uh, tackle to tackle. Um, we do have help uh, dependent upon the, dependent upon the alignment and the formation, the, the, the short wings, the headline headlinesman or the line judge can peek in at that offensive tackle. But okay. for the most part, um, for the most part, uh, we have tackle to tackle, you know, and then we're, you know, we're looking for holding, um, you know, on a pass play ineligibles downfield, um, you know, stuff like that. Does the referee so, does do they help you out with the once the ball snapped from tackle to tackle? They they can help out. Um, you know their their primary responsibility is the quarterback. Um, but if that quarterback is isn't threatened, you know um, they can look through the quarterback and can help and, and and can help with that. Yeah. So you're yep. responsible. I mean, on most plays for like ten guys. Right out of the twenty-two guys that are on the field, you're you kind of yeah. look, you're looking at ten guys. Yeah, I don't think you know. Very rarely do you have five men on the defensive line. Right, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, we're responsible for that at that interior of the field. Yeah. Yep. Can other officials, if they if they see something that's outside of their realm or out of their responsibility, does, do they can they throw flag? Are they like okay to throw flags? You, know, oh, you, for sure. you always hear, you know, you always, you know, I always hear coaches saying, you know, he made that call from the opposite side of the field. And, yeah. Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's, a, um, you know, that's, that's one of the things we talk about in our pregame. If you see something, you know, throw it or, or, or speak up, you know, don't wait till, don't wait till halftime or after the game to bring something up. Um, you know, and, and it's a, it's, it's a game of angles, right. you know, there may be right. something that's right. Sometimes. You know what I mean? Like hey, can you, you just the further you, away hey, Todd, you are? Todd, just repeat what yep. you just said there, because I lost you for like three seconds. Okay, um, I think I, I think I. You said it's a game of angles. Oh, it's a game of angles, and I said sometimes, sometimes you're too close to things. Okay, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you know, it, when you're right on top of something, you know, sometimes it, it, it's it's hard to see. You know, when you're further away, you just have a better a better view of things. In the college game, there's are there there's more officials. Am I right in saying that on the field? Correct, correct. So um, now in the mid pen, we work uh, five men. Okay. Um, now there are some chapters. I, I think York, or York or Lancaster Lebanon may they work six. Um, I did not know that. Col- yeah, at okay. the college level, uh, power five. Or I should say, all one Division One uh, FBS, they work eight. Okay. Um, the FCS level where I'm at now, we work seven. Okay. So yep. that eighth guy would be the other, like the guy that's the referee, kind of that level, but on the other side of the quarterback. Correct. That that would be the center judge, and that's where we're at. Where I'm at now, they actually move the umpire into the offensive backfield. So the that area, that whole middle of the field behind, you know, where the linebackers are at, is vacated now. Has that was it like that last year? That that change went into effect. Um, actually, went into effect for us 
would have been we didn't have a fall season of 20. Right. So it would have been like last spring of 21. I never noticed um, that. Okay. Yeah, spring of 21, we we went into the backfield and then last year all fall we were in the backfield, offensive backfield. And then when there's six, they get they don't have the center judge. Who is the guy? Who's the other guy that's going? So what they'll normally do is they they won't have a I guess a, a back judge per se. They'll have two deep wings, a field judge and a side judge and I'm not, I honestly don't know their mechanics. I don't think they're on the sideline. I think they come into the hashes. Okay. All right. So it's almost like, you know, there, there's almost like two back judges back there, I guess. And then, so when it's a, did you say the mid-pen's a five-man crew? Mid-pen's a five-man, five yeah. So we got the umpire, we got the referee, and we got yep. the two the two guys on the line. Yeah, you have a headlines, men in a line judge, and then a back judge. And then that's it. There's no other, besides the, he's the only one back there. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's back there. Yep. Yep. So those keys have to be different, I would think, for, especially for those the the guys on the line now, the, the headlinesman and line judge. Are those those yeah, two guys? They, yep. Yeah, they have, and I'd be lying if I say I know exactly what right, their keys right. are. That's all right. But they're they're looking. I mean, obviously, initial alignment. They're making sure they have enough on the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Um, or you know, or that there's enough backs. Um, then they're looking down they're kind of their, their progression is snap tackle and then their key. You know what I mean? So they're, again, they're, they're looking down the line of scrimmage, make sure we have a clean snap. Um, and then if, if they can, they're peeking in at that offensive tackle, um, to help out, uh, on that initial charge. And then they'll pick up their key, you know, depending upon, um, you know, who, who he may be right. and, and, and the formation will dictate that. Something that's interesting um, at the Division Three level that I always thought was it was was good was at halftime the line judge and the head linesman they switch sides. Correct. So you yep. don't you're yep. not and I think it's the same with those the two guys in the in the the defensive backfield too. Yeah. So yeah, you didn't have two. you didn't have one guy that you were you know just getting chewed out by the the same coaching staff for the whole game. Yeah, that's a newer change. Maybe five six years ago they implemented that. Okay. Okay. And that was in the NFL. It did that for years. That was, that was a change that came from the NFL. Okay. Do you have anything, any, any kind of stories, good or bad, maybe you have one of each, anything that you, that you could share with coaches, maybe an example, a good example of, you know, how coaches dealt with, you know, maybe a, a bad situation uh, that was brought about by officiating or a, a tough situation. Maybe that's a better way to put it. Yeah. Um, you know, you mentioned that when we first started talking and, uh, you know, I've been very fortunate. I can't recall any Good. just terrible, terrible situations. Um, you know, I, I, I do have a funny story, um, like early on in, early on in my college career, uh, I was at Kutztown and, um, I forget who they were playing. They were playing a school that in, within the peace act that just wasn't very, they weren't very good. I think okay. they came in there on like a two year, like losing streak. And there was a play like late in the first half, long pass over the middle. So I'm in, I'm, you know, with where the linebackers are at, um, you know, passes completed and I'm starting to work my way downfield and out of the corner of my eye, I kind of see a body go flying and I turn around and, and 
I have a good idea of, of what happened, but I, I didn't see it happen. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so it, an offensive lineman came downfield and just kind of jacked up this defensive lineman as they were walking down or, you know, running downfield. Um, and I, I kind of say something to the offensive lineman, you know, just, you know, just, just let him know, uh, just to knock that off. You know what I mean? Don't cost your team a good play. Well, the Kutztown coach saw me talking to him and it was his player that got pushed and he was just going nuts. I mean, he just going nuts. Why I didn't have a flag. And, you know, I just kind of told him, my coach, I said, I have a pretty, you know, I, I didn't see it. You know, I, I can't throw that. So anyway, so we get, we're walking down the locker room at halftime and, and he comes up. They're winning at the time at halftime. They're winning 20 to nothing. Um, and we're walking down to the locker room at halftime and he comes up to me and just apologizes. And, you know, he understood where I was coming from and they go on to, they, they then go on to lose 21, 20 and he sent the play in, okay. you know, it was like, a, as right, a, you know, right. so it just kind of taught me early on just to, um, I don't know, all the coaches are all the, co- everyone's nice before the game. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yep, yep. Um, um, and I guess another thing I would just say is, you know, from an official standpoint, you know, I, I've been very fortunate enough to work with a lot of really, really good officials. Um, but officiating is, it's no different than any other, you know, career advocation, you know, there's good teachers and there's bad teachers, yeah. there's good lawyers yep. and there's bad lawyers and, and officiating is no different. Yep. You know what I mean? There's, there's good officials and there's bad officials. You know, I, I've never, I've never gone onto a field, you know, with an official that said, Hey, I'm, we're going to screw this team today. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. We're going to, we're going to stick it to yeah. them. You know what I mean? It's just some guys are good and some guys just aren't good. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, I know exactly what you're saying. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, some of it is just uh, also, you know, just communication, I, I think, is a big part of it. Um, you know, there's there's coaches that, you know, um, from the time that game starts, they're just going to be they're going to want everything, yep. you know, and, and you know, that going in and, and from an official's perspective, you know, when, when you hear somebody, I mean, it's like with kids, you know, when you hear somebody always complaining, you just tend to just block it out, <laughs> you know, whereas if you have that coach that just never says a word and all of a sudden he's over there mad about something, you're thinking, God, we may have, we, we may have messed right, this up, right? you know, and, and you tend to just give that a little more, I guess, credence or, you know, you're, you're, you're willing to listen a little more, it's interesting. you know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, it's our goal. I think when we go out there, you know, if we could, if we could work a game with no flags, you know, that would be, that's great. Nothing good comes from when we throw a flag, you know, I mean, someone's, someone's going to be upset about it. And, you know, the clock stops, you know, we like, if we can get in there, you know, get administer that game, you know, without any issues, that's, that's our ultimate goal. Um, So, well, I can tell you some of the best games that I've been a part of, you didn't realize there was an officiating crew there because there was no need. There's either no need to throw the flags or the officials, so to speak, let them play. So yeah, for good football. Yeah, I, I think if, you know, if you're consistent about it, I think if you polled coaches, 
you know, they would, they would, I think, you know, say we would, we would rather have a game that, that, that both teams are just allowed to play, you know, as opposed to, you know, just ticky tack and you know, there, there, there's no flow then. And, you know, it's just, there's, there's too many stoppages. Your story about uh, up at Kutztown, that, that's, that kind of brings me back to what I wanted to ask you earlier. Warnings. I always, I often hear officials give warnings to players. Uh-huh. You know, next time I'm going to call that. Yep. Is that something that's t- like, are, is, are you taught to do that? Or is that kind of like a personal preference by an official? Um, you know, so one thing we, we try to be very big, I guess, preventative officials. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, to what I was just saying, if, if we can, if we can not throw a flag, then, then that's great. You know, um, right. unless it's, you know, when, when, when you first come in, you know, we, we, there's kind of categories of fouls that we, we want to call, um, point of attack fouls, anything that happens, you know, where the ball is. Um, sportsmanship fouls we want to get safety fouls um, okay. you know those are the ones that, that we're going to get you know without a talk to um, but if you can preventative if, you know if there's if I see you know if one of my keys let's just say we have a, a run off right tackle all right and my backside guard is you know was handsy on that play or grabby on that play. I'll, you know, I'll say something to him. Okay. You know, I'm not going to, yep. I'm not going to throw yep. a flag for a, for a backside, you know, offensive lineman. Um, but I'll, but I'll talk to him, you know? Yeah. Um, um, and, and, and I think, you know, all of our officials are like that, you know, or, or at least we, we, we want them to be. Okay. Um, but again, if, if, if that, that same play, there's a run to the right and that backside tackle or guard, you know, goes low, you know what I mean? And it becomes a safety issue. Then no, that's not, that's not something we're going to talk to. We're going to, you know, we're going to get that right away. When uh, I was at LVC, we always reserve, had a room reserved for officials before game time. Like, I don't know, it was like I don't know, maybe two hours before the game where they would gather and watch film. Is yep. that, is that pretty uh, consistent? Like do high school, what guys doing high school games on Friday nights, are they watching film at all? Um, no, so what we do is third chapter every Thursday night. Okay. Um, where we'll get to we'll get together. Um, we have a chapter rules interpreter, um, and he'll do a, he'll do a presentation uh, Thursday night. You know, just on a different rule. Um, we'll go over. You know, throughout the week, he'll ask, "Hey, were any you know any crazy or, or odd plays happen in your game last weekend?" You know, we'll kind of go over plays like that, and then if any of coaches uh, send in film. You know, we'll watch film, but um, I don't think, you know, I don't think there's a lot of, uh, I, unless it's a special, you know, scenario or, or something happened the week before involving one of those teams. Um, it's very rare that, that guys would watch film, you know, there's just, honestly, Mark, there's just not enough time. Yeah, I got you. Um, you know, guys, were, you know, for, for division two and division three, those guys, you know, we had to be at the game site three hours before kickoff, you know, so, so there is, there is that time, you know, on a Friday night game, you know, guys are leaving work, you know, we have to be there an hour and a half before the game. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, you know, pretty much our, you know, pregame responsibilities start an hour before, you know, whether it's meeting with the coaches, you know, so, um, you know, there's just really not time for that. 
Are there any new rules that coaches should be aware of for next year at the high school level? Um, not that I'm they. When is they that? I don't even know when that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to yeah, ask normally, you. They'll normally get finalized probably early summer. Okay. Um, but not that I'm aware of right now. Um, but again, that's that wouldn't come out. Um, How does that? It, it's like a it's a national federation of high schools that kind of that all those yep. little changes yeah. go through. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you can as a coach, as a player. I mean, anybody can submit you know, suggestions to the national federation. Um, and then I think over the winter, um, and actually maybe now or, you know, a few weeks ago, early spring, I think they, they have meetings where all that's discussed. And I think they have like, what, what are, you know, proposed rule changes and then whether or not they're, they're, they're adopted. Um, I think it comes, comes, I think, probably with the next month or two. I guess there would be like representatives from maybe each region of the country or maybe each state, something like something. I think, like I, I think each state, I think each state, we have, we have a state rules interpreter. Okay. Um, and I think everything goes through him. Okay. Um, and then we'll have, um, PIAA requires that you attend a mandatory rules meeting. Each chapter have one of those. And then they actually do require that's, that's always our first meeting. Um, of the summer and that'll be i think early august and then uh the mid-pen coaches are, are required to attend that as well okay so and that's where all you know rule changes point of emphasis are discussed we always at uh lvc coach coach monas and, and then coach Beeler kind of followed through um we always had an official come in like right before our preseason to talk to the coaches about uh, okay yeah new rules that was awesome yeah yeah, yeah. So we, we, um, you know, we're required to work, you know, scrimmages in the spring, um, in the spring and fall. Okay. Like I didn't know that. I'm, I'm kind of traveling around doing spring football now. Okay. Um, and a lot of times coaches will ask, you know, hey, did you guys notice anything? Can you go over rule changes for the upcoming season? And, you know, so we'll just kind of, you know, hang around and talk to the team, answer any questions they may have. Well, Todd, I'm going to let you go here, but that was this, this, uh, well, I got almost 45 minutes here. It kind of flew by. Yeah. So that was, yeah, that was sure. good stuff. Um, I, and I'm just going to make, you know, I've made this pitch before what you talked about, about, you know, not complaining so much. You kind of, you're, you're hurt a little bit more from the officials. Uh, just to yeah, piggyback it, all that. I, I seriously think it, it, if when, when a coach is, it, when he's letting loose on an official about a call, and then maybe it's going to pile on to the next call. And then your players start thinking about the officials as opposed to focusing on what their assignment is and what their fundamentals are. And now they're focusing on the foot, on the uh, officials and their calls. So it does affect your team if if a coach kind of, is kind of more focused on the officials than he is the football game. So there's that yeah, pitch. And, and I, I don't want to I don't want it to come across as like coaches. You know, coaches. I mean, there's times when things are missed. And, yeah. You know. Sure, and, sure. and 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 we deserve it. You know, there's a lot of times, you know, we're, we're our own worst enemies. You know what I mean? So I don't want it to, I don't want it to come across, but I, I think if a, you know, if a coach does have an issue, you know, I think they will be, I don't say listen to, or it'll, they'll just be taken a little more seriously. If it's not every little thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that, that from, from the opening kickoff or, you know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, when you meet with the coaches, when, when you meet with the coaches before the game starts, it, it, it's something that happened last week right. you know, with a complete, completely different guys yep. that weren't yep. there. You know what I mean? And it just, 
when it starts off there and you're just like, oh God, here we go. You know? <laughs> so you're kind of all grouped. You know, a, a guy wearing stripes is kind of all grouped as the same person, basically. So that's kind of a, I don't know. That's a mistake coach, get, that coaches that's, make. That's, yeah. That's, that's yeah. their livelihood. Yeah. You know, I get it. I, I do get it. I mean, and they're passionate about it and that's what makes, you know, that's what makes Friday nights great. Yep. So, yeah. well, thanks again for coming on here, Todd. And, and, uh, yeah, yeah. my pleasure. And, uh, like I said, you, you reached out to me, and um, and when you did, I, I started listening right away. So it's, awesome. it, it, it was it's good from our end, to, you know, to, to hear coaches. Yeah. So yep. awesome, awesome. And I think man. we all have the same. Uh, we all, we're we're all on the field. I think Friday nights for the the same reason. Right. You know what I mean, and right. it, it, it's we're fortunate enough to be part of this, a great game. So well, you guys are so important to the game, and we need more of you. So yeah, that's, coaches, that, 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 it's in our best interest to treat you better, so we can keep this thing going. For sure, for sure. Well, thanks again, Todd, and I'll uh, I'll yeah, talk to you later, man. Fun. Maybe I'll see you yeah, this good. fall. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Yep. All right, man. Talk to you later. All right, we'll talk to you. Yeah.